Fifth of advice. Another review cast. Live and direct. Live and direct from the Hotel Sway. Hotel Sway. Shout out. Have we been shouting out Corbell? I've been sneaking a little like Corbell Atlas. But, but Corbell, we back. We sorry. Like we ain't had Corbell on the pod in a long time. Yeah. And to be clear, we're not drinking Corbell right now. Either. No. But shout out Corbell, the unofficial sponsor of the pod. Mm-hmm. We got to stay true to our roots. Yep. Um, like I said, today's a review cast. We're going to be reviewing formerly known as Keyonce 2. Oh. So Emotional by yes. Key. Key. Okay, FM and Key. Yeah. Before we get into the actual review, we'll talk about, give a little background on Key, yeah. where we heard him, all that good stuff. So for those who don't know who Key is, Key is a artist from Atlanta. He has been... A major player in the Atlanta rap scene for thinking rap in general. In rap in general, but specifically the Atlanta rap scene for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's introduced a lot of artists who are big now. Post Malone, yep. his first like intro to the rap game was yep. key. Mm-hmm. Uh Trap Money Benny, who produced In My Feelings for Drake, big yep. record. Yeah. Was Key put him on I won't say put him on I don't know how that worked, but yeah. Key was working with him before mm-hmm. he was a mainstream producer. Mm-hmm. Uh who else? that come to mind for uh, me. I mean, all of, a lot of just like young Atlanta, like 2-9 and shit. Like he was a part of 2-9 and part shit. part 2-9. I remember him like talking about the genius of Young Thug yeah. before Young Thug was who And not to mention, I do now. think Key is probably one of the most uh, like bit rappers. Yep. Like even awful if, Records. When they got, awful, he, was, yep. he was on yep. that wave early. The McConan shit, McConan, Tuesday. Yeah. He he just one of those dudes who he got a good ear for People music know. and he makes good music yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, when did you first discover Key, or when did you like realize like yeah this is this is something I want to yeah, listen to? Uh, a friend of mine sent me a Twitter a, a link to a music video on Twitter. I ended up starting a podcast with this friend, <laughs> similar to the Marco McKinnis intro. You sent me the Guess Who's Fucking Yo Bitch music video. And I immediately was like, oh, this is... It was, that was like 20, 2012? Yeah, it was so early. we've been deep with Key for a long time. But that shit was super hard. And then you went to the tape, right? The That yeah. was Fathers of the Curse? Mm-hmm. That's the one where he's like crouched on the cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Under the bridge? Yep. Yeah, see, that's classic. Key. Yeah. You've been there. Mothers are the... Blame. That's the one with like Before the green. That, yeah. It's like a green background yeah. with yeah, him. That's a... Uh, NAACP <laughs> Can't no hoe excite me <laughs> Yeah That's that um, one And uh What was the shit we liked off of that? That was a smooth little joint What was it? Pink Pink Sprite Pink 30 Sprite Easter Pink Easter Pink Easter Pink Yeah Easter Pink mm-hmm. That shit used to ride too uh, But he was a main As a staple classics. He's a staple of a lot of our summers If you think about it For sure Falls on the Curse of 2012 mm-hmm. The Lucy's he was doing when he was freestyling in every city he was touring in. Bro. Um, a lot of those projects, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Screaming Dreams. And they age well. They age well, too. They hold weight. Because, like, like we were talking, like you were saying a little earlier, he is a, is a bit artist. And when you're a artist who gets bit a lot, especially by artists who end up becoming maybe more mainstream mm-hmm. than he is... You kind of got to reinvent yourself, you know? As well He's as... He's like a classic, oh, they bit my style, keep it, I'm going to this mm-hmm. new shit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his shit takes a while to catch on because he's reinventing himself. He just evolves. Yeah. And he's not worried about that. Yeah. Which is a good trait to yeah. have. A lot of artists do that shit and 
they fold mm-hmm. or continue to do the old shit. And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, you got bit and now it's in the ground, but you're still doing it and we don't like yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, he's not one of those. Um, Before this project, what would you mm-hmm. say was your, what's your favorite project from Key? My favorite yeah. one? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's probably uh, FKI or or Fathers Are the Curse. FKI was a special tape, especially because special every time. yeah, I think I think the timing of that and it being, I think that was like six, six or seven songs or something. Um, but and then I'm like, Screaming Dreams was really good. Uh, Keyonce one was really good. Martin Luther Key, I didn't really like bang a whole lot, mm-hmm. but there's some shit that I like a lot. But yeah. the new shit from last year, Triple Sevens, was amazing in our immaculate top projects of the year. Mm-hmm. Easy for sure. So easy. I think just off the top, FKI, and then after naming all the projects, Triple Seven is my second fave. Triple Seven is very hard. I ooh, FKI. I was thinking Fathers of the Curse. I still might hold strong to that one. But FKI was was amazing. That one was a good I one. I can't make my mind, mind up. up. Like, yeah, shit. She said, bro, one of the <laughs> one of the worst guest features ever. Who? By uh Man Man? No, Omari Shakir. Oh. Who used to run with the weekend in them. How do you say? The uh I'm cooler I'm, than Fahrenheit minus. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Even so, that song was a slap. Yeah, slaps. Shouts out to FKI, too. Yeah, um, he's on this tape. Yep. Producing. I do think, uh, for what it's worth, too, I don't know if it really means anything, but I feel like he's pretty, I don't know about, I don't know if loyal is the word, but like he has been working with a lot of the same producers, producers and continues to like evolve with their sound as well. That's true. See, Kenny Beats, another one, he was yeah. one who... Kenny Beats is going. He's everybody's mm-hmm. looking for his shit now. And he, and got he the was woke one, of the, one of the early. Yeah, exactly. The woke Kenny. He's one of the earlier. So yeah, he's always on it. Um, you got anything else to add? Now nah, we'll just go and we'll just go right, into. We'll go into the review. So emotional. Nah, nah. Key. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> That was uh naturally net 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 thank you for that by the way it's a new uh new lingo we're gonna get new into lingo. that when we talk about the track but uh the this project another short one kind of like the short. marco one this one's eight tracks 19 minutes mm. perfect if you got to get ready you know pregame quick little workout you getting them supersets in real quick but i mean like to do like a set you know yeah. like that I'll start the tape, in the tape, boom, shit out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we love the short tapes. Everybody knows love. that. Love the EPs. So this one started off with Motherless Child, which we kind of talked about the names of his former tapes, Mothers of the Blame, mm. Fathers of the Curse. Yeah. He kind of does have that like weaved in 
into a lot of his like narratives. Yeah. Of like the and loss this one, of parents. This one starts off and right away you texted me this, but yeah, right away it's like, oh old key bite mm-hmm. in a good way. Like not like, oh, we've heard this before, but it's like, oh, this is refreshing. Also a trap money Benny beat. Is yeah, it? Yeah, according to these credits. Oh yeah. shit. Is the tag on there? I'm not sure. I don't see it in the lyrics. Interesting. But yeah. A return of Trap Money B. That's that's uh that's great. That I had no idea. I like that the intro the intro I think is the shortest song. Yeah. Honestly. Short verse. Yeah, kind short of current short chorus, short verse out of it. Well he said, I want I want what I want and we want it now. Yeah. Right? That's all you need to say. And he's just talking about even the lyrics. Like, he's talking about just grinding. You know what I'm saying? Now. Like, didn't have his mom. Life was hard. He grinded. And he's like, I've been grinding a long time. I want that shit now. Mm-hmm. Respectable, right? Yeah. And I think, how do you think this song stacks up with the uh, the so emotional title and vibe? Honestly, all the beats minus Hard Soft yeah. are, I guess... Even hard soft is emotional sounding, but everything is kind of a a bright sound. Mm-hmm. Definitely sounds like summer. It's like right on time for the yep. summer vibe. Yep. Good Even, part portion of the summer too. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking in, in the June, June. Yeah, you get into yeah. We're getting into good, the heat. Like mm-hmm. It's starting to get hot. Yeah. And he has a lot of choruses that are like repetitive. But not necessarily repetitive in a... It's more of just like a rhythmic... Yeah, yeah. Rhythmic saying with some purposeful ad-libs. Exactly. Not just some like, we gotta fill in the blanks. Like, these are part of the fucking song. This is the whole fucking... So, like, with this one, did you like that it's like, he's saying... The chorus is basically, we want what we want, we want it now, repeat mm-hmm. it, but like... But there's melodies to it. Yeah. He's got the the melodic... Hey! <laughs> yeah. And that shit... That shit is part of the, the evolution, which I fucking love. Um, honestly, I don't oh, have... This is one, too. God damn. All right. All right. Going into the second track, uh, Why. Yep. Produced by Trap Money Benny. Again. Shout out Jesus. Trap Money Benny. That's, that's, that's sick to see them, uh... Still collaborating. Yeah. Even with, yeah. This song is very emotional. Very emotional. I the think emotional. It, I think the first one kind of like, you know, gives like a glimpse, mm-hmm. but then he fully opens the curtains on the second track. Well, this is like Come on. I'm I'm gonna find another make you feel sad. Why? Mhm. You should have thought twice, man. The why are you taunting me? Coming and leaving and it's haunting me. Come on, bro. Like see, and I like that he I wouldn't say hides these lyrics, but like blends these lyrics in with, like you said, this the beat is very upbeat mm-hmm. and summer sounding, mm-hmm. but he's hiding like very emotional lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like I said, ad libs, him and Playboy Cardi are just, I don't top know, bro, tier. neck and neck, top tier. I don't even want to compare them or Mm-mm. do a who's better, but like those dudes are top tier. I mean, ad-libs. none's better, but just to, just to keep it out there and pay respects, like, Key, I think, was for sure the first artist I started listening to where, like I said, like ad-libs are for a purpose. Yeah. This isn't just Purposeful ad-libs. Yeah. Enhances the song. Part of it. Also adds to the narratives of the song. Like, things he couldn't fit in the pocket of the flow, Mm -hmm. he was able to tell in the ad-libs. Right? That shit's dope. So this one, this tape is inspired by 
a few women, I think. Why? Well, because I think when, at least from my experience, when you have an album that's kind of about one particular woman, like for instance, when Usher, Usher was making songs like Confession, mm-hmm. and that was kind of about a situation, yeah. all the songs sonically kind of sound the same, you know what I mean, and followed a similar pattern. When he was going through the shit with Chili, and wow. the like, you got it bad and shit. All those songs kind of follow a similar pattern, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, you get artists like like The Weeknd, and like even Drake sometimes who will say like these songs are about a collection of women, you know, like yeah. a whole bunch of experience that I'm mixing together. You get like different sides of the heartbreak, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You get like the version where oh this woman fucked me over. Ooh, I might have fucked her over. I might have yeah. fucked this girl over here over. Yeah. I might, you know what I mean? You get a whole bunch of introspection that you can't get from one gonna, solo. And I think with Key, I think a lot of people overlook him for. You hear these bouncy, really good beats, and then you hear how he goes on tracks, and people might be like, "Oh, he ain't saying much though." And it's like, Nah, he's he's. He's saying a lot, even with which, the even with the funny bars. It's still, which we'll get into on another song, because he kind of in the song where he references like girls only like the beat, they don't listen to the lyrics. We'll get into that yeah. when that track comes, but that kind of yeah stands out as a lyric to me that expresses how he's kind of perceived by a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, you hear the beat, you hear the catchy lyrics, you're like, oh, he's repetitive, he's doing the haze, he's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh. And it's like, but you're not really like listening because you bouncing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you know, people can't multitask. Motherfuckers is not good <laughs> at that. Especially drunk. Especially drunk. <laughs> Especially you can't multitask. Drunk. So you you missing a lot of shit. But yeah, yeah. why? Good track, bouncy track. Yeah. Uh, Sounds irony. Nah, this one. I think this one. I think love is romantic, but I never had it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's a thing, though. You know what I mean? I feel like that's especially a thing in in rap. Cause you gotta have like you got this persona mm-hmm. to where art imitating life, life imitating art type shit for real. Cause <laughs> yeah. you're like, I'm this artist, so I gotta be that. That's what yeah. the people want for sure. Like when Future said he was scared to tell people he quit lean because he was like, they ain't gonna fuck with the me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that kind of situation in my eyes. So yeah, why is track number two, which goes into the single of the tape. Which is Miami too much? Go to Miami too, too much. much. Hey, hell of a concept. Hell of a con- speak on that. Speak on hell that of as a, a concept. concept. Well, I think f- fuck my your girl goes to Miami and expect the worst, assume the worst. And I think I think it's like a, how you um, go to Miami and not do some lovey dovey shit. Exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. I think it's like a narration on our current like culture like instagram culture and mm-hmm. shit because i feel like people see you know what i'm saying i think people see like these the miami like the instagram models the clubs, stay on the beach, the beach fucking summer foreigners. all year you know what i mean like my especially miami miami for if anyone it's a type never of beauty. Been, it's a type yeah it is it's a type of beauty and most people when you think, think about it's my favorite type when you think about miami most people aren't seeing the the city of Miami, right. which is not fucking South Beach. 
No. In Miami Beach. It's we're, not that. Folks are just going to Biscayne. We not, yeah. We're just, yeah, just running down Biscayne. It's not that. The Miami encompasses a fucking city that people are not showing. Oh, yeah. But for, you know, for us and people who, I'm not going to Miami every week. You know, I'm not going every no. week. I'm not going every year. I'm not every going year. too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for us, you know what we got? We got the scroll. We're scrolling. We're seeing, you know, mm-hmm. these baddies on the beach. And Key fortunate enough to have scooped him one in this song. And he's talking about like how you can't really Who's tricking off on you? I never bought you no Balenciaga shoes. Really, right? what the fuck's going on? Right? And he's it's pretty much of a song that's kinda like, I can't have a relationship with this woman because of the lifestyle she's trying to I'm freezing my ass off and what? you by the pool. He working oh, and she's shit. She supposedly working oh, too. Oh man. That's why he's like, who's your model agent? Say <laughs> This one, uh I like oh not to cut you off, but I like the line where he mm-hmm. was like, first time I hit it, I thought I was Uncle Luke. <laughs> now she in Miami and she party with Uncle Luke. Like Fuck. Full that, circle. That full circle full on Full circle. Um yeah, this one, this one is for sure a standout. There's a reason it's a, it, it was, was a single. single. I was telling you this when we were just running the tape, but this is no shade to the beat because the beat is hard. But I don't think this beat is as hard without without key. Yeah, it's one of the the situations where he makes the beat better. Absolutely, which is happens a lot. Which honestly, and this is why, for those people who consider themselves like real rap fans, fans of lyrics and shit, those motherfuckers. A lot of the those old artists, especially those New York artists, wouldn't give a fuck about the beat because they'd be like, "My lyrics gonna carry the beat," but it sounded like shit. Like let's be honest, <laughs> it sounded like shit. And he keeps it simple. He never but does with too him, much. But with him, this is a situation where it's kind of like, yeah, um, just give me a beat, let me wreck it type shit. But mm-hmm. he does carry this beat in okay. this sense. You know what I mean? I see you not that G string. And I love through the whole tape how he's able to flow in and out of a pocket that. Yeah, I he's feel amazing. like artists aren't able to tap into. You know yeah, what I mean? It's amazing. In terms of structure, this dude is very creative with the structure. Uh, okay, track number four. One of the ones that stood out to us. Yeah, yes Kenny, or no. Kenny Beats. Man. Um, yes or no. I like this track, bro. It brought me back to being like, you thought this was like school. playground love. Bro, it is. It's kind of like a thing of, bro, especially me growing up in the South, like real like, bro, reminded me of like, you bro, ever seen ATL? Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Do you like me? He's yes or no. You know what I'm saying? You write the little message in class, yeah. like the yes or no. They they check the box type shit. Mm-hmm. Then you get the yes back. It's like, oh, we go together. You know, like, yeah. this a, We go together. We go together. And that's pretty much summed up in this song. Yes or no? Another bouncy one. Miami Too Much kind of went a little... Like, the beat wasn't super... His vibe was summer to me, mm-hmm. but the beat wasn't. You know what I mean? This it's like a, a... It's a dark beauty. Yeah, yeah. Where this one, he kind of gets back a little bit to... It's mm-hmm. a little more bouncy. Yeah, this one, I think, just really speaks for itself. Yeah. The yes or no pretty much was good with you, baby. We go together. I like this one a lot. This is like my this second one. favorite this off one the tape. Saying, this might be my second favorite off the tape. Also going up with like uh, uh, the emotional thing. And I like that it's titled So Emotional. And I like that he gets into... Take her to the bathroom. I've been out of order. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so hard. I like that he 
is really revealing himself and showing an emotional side. But it's over shit that you're going to bop to. Yeah. And like I said, that's why he was, we're going to get to that shit, but he was saying pretty much like, this is what people want. They want to bounce. They ain't trying to listen to this shit. But I'm going to let you know that I'm getting these mm-hmm. bars off. Mm-hmm. Which I, <laughs> I feel, I feel. <laughs> Bringing that cash back like a rebate. Switching on bitches like a speed date. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah! But uh, this goes into nah, nah. the track y'all heard going in, which is just all Kenny. Is it like the beat? It's just, oh yeah, yeah, all Kenny beats. I'm not saying he because no, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Kenny beats. No co-producer on this one, just Kenny beats. And uh, we both said this was our favorite first. Yeah, listen. why one, was this one your your standout? Um, because I think there is something to say about. The hook, or whatever you want to call it, is him enamored with how fine this woman is with her makeup off. Right? Yeah. And I feel like someone had to be wild beautiful (laughs) to make you hop in the booth and repeat that. Right? I like that he does that. But the whole, uh, the verses don't really reflect that. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I like about it, Which bro. Which is part of the genius, too. Yeah, it's part of the genius. It's kind of like a thing of, he's kind of going all over the place with the verses, bro. Like, like, girls just like the beat. They don't care about, they don't care nothing about no lyrics. Hey. Bro, and that's what... I just beat the beat. I don't speak. It's in my spirit. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't. See? I really don't want to listen to other rappers. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Tell bro. Them, bro. I don't need your other you need shit. That Cardi though. I need that whole lot of red. That's a different story, Thug. Where you been at? Yeah. Uh, but this shit's fun. It is. And this shit. This is how you you don't take something too like. You're obviously taking it serious, but you're not taking it more serious than yourself. It's kind of like it's playful. And it's kind of like the uh, what people like in stand-up comedy. Because comedy is dark. Yeah. But you go there to laugh, have a good time. But mm-hmm. when you think about them jokes and shit and what people went through and talk about, that should be dark. We said it on the Us pod. Com- comedy is just a horror doppelganger. It is. It's like parallel to horror. And I think that's what he kind of did with his tape. Not to, His tape's not super dark, but mm-hmm. like... He's revealing himself. Absolutely. In this shit. And for this one, I think this is a standout. Because one, like I said, you got a chorus that's super catchy. And you got a term that's going to be hard. Nat, like that nat nat. She nat nat. That shit's fire, bro. Like you get, I think it has all the ingredients to me of like a hit. For sure. You got. Beats hard. Beats hard. It's catchy. It's something that you don't have to pay too much attention to, but if you do pay too much attention to it, you'll be rewarded. You can get something out of it too. And like I said, you got the catchy chorus. Mm-hmm. You got something that you can take from it, mm-hmm. like fucking. Mm-hmm. And like he got lyrics like, like a newborn baby. Hey, damn, I ain't used to this. <laughs> like, come on, bro. That shit's hard. <laughs> that shit's hard, dog. And I know, like, me saying it fucking monotone on the pod no, and, you gotta, and giving it justice, you gotta hear it, but, like... But that's a bar. Within the flow of the beat, someone riding the pocket with some shit like that is dope to me. And then this goes into Fall Hard, which Fall was the Hard, second single. Second single. Which I think the, uh... I just like the overall message of this. 
When I fall in love, I fall hard. Let me know if I'm too attached. Yeah. See, another another emotional revealing song with some fun shit. Because me and you, or at least I commented first and you agreed that this sounded like the key we started to fuck with back in the day, like years ago. This reminded me of like when he would just release a bouncy single for the summer, like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, oh yeah, this it. He doesn't overdo it. Which is fucking big. Pretty much every chorus kind of has the similar like repetitive mm-hmm. chorus, which some people might not like. But I, I like I said, I like it because within every song it makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not there just to be catchy. It's not there just to be there. Yeah, everything, everything make a lot of sense to me. This was the this goes into the song that I initially was like, I don't really understand why it was on this tape. It's hard as fuck, but it's another emotion. This one's really, also the one who you know, Fourteen Golds. That's who this is produced. No, nah, I think he's a, uh, like a newer producer. But do you I think, saw his Twitter. You think that's maybe why you felt that too? Because all the other producers are producer you're familiar with. Yeah, with but him. also this is just like a darker like. It's like rap. He's like yeah, traditional, is, more traditional yeah. rap yeah. than the rest of the tape yeah. on this one. But there's bars all over this shit. Bro. There's bars all over this Come shit. On. How y'all tough and sentimental? <laughs> Hard but soft in the middle. Pause, two-face venom. I love when he said, I know you broke, but go off. There's just so many... Cre- He's just way too creative. He is, bro. He... he like he's just way too creative. He's getting to a point. I feel like probably you can hear that he's getting to a point artistically where he just feels comfortable with what he's making. Yeah, can't do any wrong. Yeah, like, and you can feel that off a track. And sometimes that can like that can hold the project. Like mm-hmm. you can go through the whole project with just that kind of confidence, and it sounds better. Yeah, because you know, like, even if you don't like it, you could feel like this dude's in his own. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. He's in his mode. Then he had the outro jumping out the window. Yeah, which I initially was like, I don't know what the fuck this means. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to do some research. But the overall sonics and sound of this song is for sure outro. Mm-hmm. Um, someone could have easily made this a sad song. I like think- the sound of the beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, jumping out the window, he's just... Moving fast, they're moving fast. Yeah, going for it. Yeah, fuck it. Ten four, <laughs> dog. This shit, I like jumping out the window when I first heard it. I like the fact that it was like a polar opposite vibe wise from the intro. What do you mean? In terms of like motherless child, kind of went into. It was also kind of like more so a traditional rap song in reference to the rest of the tape. Yeah. Whereas this one was another kind of like key. free flowing. This is key. Yeah. The, I mean, it's all key. It's all key, but like within the project itself, like uh, Hard Soft and Motherless Child kind of went into like it's rap. Yeah. Where these other songs, like you can, you know, they kind of bend genres a little mm-hmm. bit. So I like, I like that. I like when you get to a project. It kind of reminded me of... um which we talked about with Abe a little bit with uh with the Kenny Beats and um I'm drawing a fucking blank. 
Don't let me Rico, Rico, Rico Nasty. The Kenny Beats and Rico Nasty. How there's the... Because that tape ends with again, right? Yeah. And if you think about the intro to that tape to again... Yeah. But like that it, was like a... I mean, this is a good concept album too. Yeah, it's like but her, yeah, hers was more. But anger hers was management. hers was more anger management. Starts off but it kind of it kind of vaguely reminded me of that, like how sure. again was like yeah, bouncy and poppy when the intro track is a little more like nitty yeah. to the gritty. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think I got that vibe from this, which I like. I like when you go through a project and it goes through its ups and downs, uh, its fucking hills and valleys and, and shit. Yeah, that shit's dope. To go me. check this out, man. Go check this out. Yeah, Apple, Spotify, all. It's that my shit. favorite rap rap project of the year so you, far. You think by far? By far. Where do you rate it in terms of just music drop? Not even rap, just in shit you've heard. Honestly, it's probably one or two right now. Yeah, and the only other one I'm thinking about is the other project we reviewed, the Marco. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that shit was good. Mm-hmm. See, June June then gave us a couple of gems. I will say. These two, though, this project specifically is really good, but it's not really competing against much. So that's true. But that I still think even well, I can't really say that. But if some other shit was out, you'd still be mm-hmm. raving this out. Yeah. Shout out Key. Shout out Key. Shout out all the producers. Looking forward to uh, the second part of this, which is going to be all unemo- unemotionally, unemotionally available. available. Yeah. See this yeah. and that shit. Hopefully that comes out like. Either end of summer, like start of fall. Bro, I love the, I like concept albums that are like abstract, conscious albums. That also fit the season though. Yeah. I know we'll listen to this years from now and it won't be the summer, but I feel like this dropping in the summer when I hear this, I'm always going to You're going to think about the, like, yeah, yeah. And it'll. June. And I think. Humidity. Is, is, is dope because you about to go into a little trip. Yeah. So like, I'm sure you're going to be. Bumping this, oh yeah, yeah. Especially if these dudes only, yeah, no, we're gonna be on the boat listening to why. Why yeah. is she back in Miami? Bro? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shit gonna be hard. But shout uh, out to the unofficial sponsor of unofficial the pod. Corbella, shout out to the review pods. The last one did did pretty good, relatively. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, and yeah, fifth, fifth. <laughs>